We return with Dr. Russell Moore of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission filling in this week for John Piper. Dr. Moore, as American culture continues changing and we see massive ethical shifts taking place and as our culture secularizes and as the church becomes increasingly marginalized in culture and even as persecution seems less and less of a distant possibility, what is the church to do in response? As American culture starts to, to change even more than it already has, it starts to secularize, I, I think the first thing that we're going to have to do is to get rid of our dime store prosperity gospel. Uh, I think it's really easy for those of us uh, in this wing of evangelicalism to think that prosperity gospel is only something that happens kind of out there in the Joel Osteen, TBN, uh, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland uh, wing of uh, American religious life. But a prosperity gospel often exists in our own hearts and in our own churches. Anytime that there's the idea that somehow uh, somehow the gospel is going to get me in this life what it is that I want. And I think it's been really easy to think that and to believe that in uh, American culture because it's helpful in terms of the majority culture to be identified as a Christian, at least to a certain extent. Being a Christian meant that you weren't uh, a communist in the Cold War era. You were standing against godless, atheistic communism. And it it meant even beyond that 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 you were a a regular American, part of uh, American life. That's starting to change which means that it's going, to, it's going to be more and more costly for people to be Christian in any real sense because uh, the, the very idea of, of walking according to the things that Jesus is teaching are going to seem more and more offensive to people on the outside. Well, that gives us an opportunity to teach our children how to be what the Bible says we're always going to be in this world, which is strangers and exiles, Hebrews chapter 11. Our forefathers and our foremothers, they did not receive that which was promised. They died and they were buried, but they moved forward and they moved onward. Why? Because they were looking for a heavenly city. I think spending time from the very beginning teaching our children that they are going to be estranged to some degree and alienated to a great degree from American culture, and that that's all right. They're they're part of a, a big body of Christ, most of whom felt that sort of alienation. I think that's a that's a good start connecting our our children and our teenagers with that global community of Christ around the world right now in Africa and and in Asia. I mean part of the problem is that sometimes I think we have this understanding that the church is western, the church is white and middle class and american and the church welcomes uh, people from from every tribe, tongue, nation, and language, kind of as a part of those that the church is ministering to. When in reality, the church isn't white, church isn't American, church isn't Western. The the church is existing right now in heaven, a great multitude, an uncountable number, the vast majority of whom don't speak English. 
and 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 don't fit that westernized american understanding of of what sometimes we unfortunately think the church looks like we connect our children to that big body of christ teaching them that when they say we their first point of reference is not to their peer group it's not to their demographic group and it's not even to the united states of america the first referent for we is the people of god the church of Jesus Christ. That takes a lot of intentional discipleship from the very beginning, teaching them how to be strangers, how to be not quite at home in this culture. And then secondly, to teach them how to deal with outsiders. I mean, the the Bible spends a lot of time, the Apostle Paul uh, particularly, spends a lot of time talking about how to talk with outsiders in a way that is seasoned with salt. So we prepare our children not to be pharisaically shocked by what's happening uh, on the outside, teaching them the fact that there are going to be there are going to be things on the outside that are not going to be uh, the way that Jesus intends them to be. We live in a fallen world, and how they are to speak uh, to those on the outside and to act. And then finally, I think we need to prepare ourselves for prodigals. Um, what we are saying to our children, these are hard sayings. Uh, saying to people, we're asking you to be socially marginalized. We're asking you to, to walk away from what many people would consider to be a normal life in order to follow Christ. We don't know exactly how hard that's going to get, but Jesus tells us that where there is a a faulty soil, where the seed falls on soil that where it doesn't take root, how do you know that that faith isn't standing and isn't real? It's when persecution comes, uh, those people fall away. Uh, there are all sorts of levels of persecution. We don't know what American culture is going to look like uh, over the next 40, 50 years. But it may well be that we're going to have a lot of people who are going to fall away. We need to be ready to know not only how to prepare parents and churches to to deal with prodigals walking away, but also how to welcome them back, how to pray for those who've wandered away, how to be ready to celebrate and to rejoice when those who go out and have a crisis in their lives, when they, when they find out that the promises that were made to them by the world don't measure up to what they were expecting, that they can come home to that fatted calf and to that party. I think we need to prepare our churches for that as well. Yeah. Again, that's very helpful, wise, grace-filled counsel for us living in what appears to be a significant cultural shift. Thank you, Dr. Moore. Dr. Moore serves as the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. He is an author, blogger, podcaster. You can keep up with him at russellmoore.com. American culture is changing, like we talked about today. And I want to look at the way sexual ethics are changing in particular. So where is the American sex ethic headed? We'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast.